Hey friends, welcome to the Relationship Pasa Pasa podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by four smart and sassy Jamaican ladies currently living in the U.S. with almost two decades of friendship. Our aim is for you to see a piece of yourself in us and maybe learn a thing or two as we discuss our everyday lives. Thanks for spending time with us. Now, let's jump into our dose of Pasa Pasa. What time is it? Pasa Pasa! Time? Pasa Pasa! Time? Every girl, every girl, every girl, every girl. I owe me a pasta pasta. Stop, girl, why do I drink until I get Drink and rave till I'm on in like my girl. Center, 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 center. Have a top stand. You know who this is. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Or if this is your first time, just Welcome. As always, we are grateful that you've decided to join us and hope you and your family are doing well. Um, You are in for a treat today. I hope you have something to take notes because you will need it. I do have my paper, my pen, because I'm not playing any games today. I'm not playing any games today. Listen. Not a game. Not a game. game Today, the freeness that is coming, the amazingness that is coming, you are not prepared. So if you do not have something to take notes, you better go get it right now. Um, Pause the video. Pause pause the video, pause the podcast, pause everything, go grab it. Um, But before I get into that, let's do roll call really quickly for our listening audience. So let's start with Soph. I'm here. Great, Char. Here, guys. Hey, Kerr. Hey, hey. Okay, so for the first time this year, and this year being 2021, we have guests joining us on the podcast. We enjoyed adding additional perspectives and insights last year, um, well, earlier in the season, and thought as we are in an all-important tax season that we should invite some finance experts. So if you're watching the episode on YouTube, that will explain the additional faces that you see. So let me do some introduction. So today we are privileged to have join us from Heinz Keys and Associates, Simone and Celia. Did I pronounce that right, guys? Sure did. Yes, you did, ma'am. Awesome. Okay. So Simone, wave Simone, so everybody know which one is Simone. Yeah. <laughs> Simone is a past student of the San Andrew High School. Oh my God. <laughs> I had to say it this time. I get every time I say it, I have to say it again. The San Andrew High School for Girls. <laughs> Graduating class of 98, 98. Whoop, whoop. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> she has been practicing, she has been a practicing CPA um, after earning her bachelor's and master's in accounting. Um, And her passion for accounting has also allowed her to coach and develop future CPAs as an accounting professor. Mm. I don't know how she finds the time to do all that, especially since she is the mom of two boys. Now I have two children. Uh, Child, that just gave me like indigestion. Just about (laughs) all the things that you are taking on. Listen, not a game. Um, Celia, Celia, wait for everybody so everybody knows who you are. Yes, she she is a past student of Mount Alvernia High and Knox Community College in Jamaica. She, when she moved here, she lived in the Northeast for a while before settling in warmer Florida. That's where you are, right? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Listen, <laughs> it's warm in Texas. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have I mean, it any other way. I feel you. So like Simone, Celia is a teacher. She's an entrepreneur and she is the wife and mother of two beautiful girls. Um, they started their accounting firm to help CEOs improve or develop their business and tax strategies through outsourced accounting and payroll operations. Essentially, they are here to help us with all things finance, especially as, as I said, we are in tax season. So I hope you guys are ready. Um, so yeah, I guess let's jump right into it. Actually, I said I was gonna, I was gonna do this. We, I don't know if everybody is aware that we record these outside of our regular working life, outside of our um, side hustles that we normally have. And we squeeze the podcast in and try to give you guys content as it comes up that's beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. So I think all of us today, and I don't know if Simone and Celia are having this, but these, this is just one of these days where everything is going wrong and we still were able to manage to bring six <laughs> busy people together. And I still don't know how we were able to pull it off. So I am appreciative that everybody is smiling right now, but I wanted to just give everybody a like six second moment to inhale and exhale. Like literally just take a moment <laughs> If, if you, if this is your moment of wellness, if you're listening, this is your moment of wellness. Um, I would say take this moment. If you haven't already subscribe to the podcast, go get your paper and pen, get ready to dive into our episode. Um, but I just wanted to give the, the ladies a chance to literally breathe because it has been a long day. We rolled on up in here. Yeah, <laughs> Two steps nice. from our front door. And it's not over. Can we just add that? No, seriously, no. it's not a game. Yeah, not, not a game. Yeah, right. real life, real, real life. Appreciate that, Mish. Okay, so we have discussed the trials of 2020 a lot on the past episodes. And honestly, if you're anything like us, you're just trying to forget about it, bury it, move on, and grow. But one lingering ghost from last year is our 2020 taxes. So let's just tackle this and try to keep as much of our money in our pockets um, instead of giving it to Uncle Sam in my world. So let's just start with some baseline questions. And I think, um, ladies, feel free to jump in at any point. Mm -hmm. um, I think I would love for them, um, Celia and, and Simone, to give us as much information. I'm going to try to take it in as much as possible. But if you guys have any questions, um, jump in or if you have any information that you've heard and you want to clarify jump in also but let's start with some baseline i figure let's start with something easy what are the main things that you think we need to know for the 2021 tax season especially for small business owners well for so small business owners they are in a in a period where you know revenues have gone down as a result of um covid and all of that stuff so everybody i'm assuming everybody has heard about ppp payroll protection um the payroll protection program so that's something that's available to small business owners and um you know it's it's money that the government is allowing or providing, I should say, to small business owners if you meet certain criteria, of course. 
that is um, designed to basically help you pay expenses that because you have you've had a downturn in, in your revenues that maybe you're having problem paying your mortgage interest, your utilities, and even your payroll itself, um, that money can come in and you know be be a benefit. All right. And the, the good thing about it is that the expenses that you pay for it from a business return perspective, they are deductible. All right. Nice. So the, the, the IRS is not penalizing you um, for having received this government money. They're allowing you to actually deduct the expenses that you use the PPP money to pay for, all right, from your, your, um, from your business revenues, which in turn will lower your net, net profit and lower whatever taxes you would have paid on that. All right, so that's, that's one tidbit. Um, Simone? Um, I would piggyback on that for sure. So like, I would even go back as to say, okay, like who is a small business owner, right? right. So we had like, uh, we had businesses who did really well during the COVID season and, and mm -hmm. that said, okay, they came out and they did really well. And then you have those who probably didn't even realize that they were small businesses. I think a lot of people being home realize that they have, you know, these side hustles and these opportunities mm -hmm. that they've really step their game up over the break and just having that time and monetized and so are you considered a small business then too right. and you know and i think you know that for sure has happened a lot of people have transitioned and they've earned income in different ways mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they may not have um, officially registered themselves as a small business but they are considered a small business so now you're looking at additional or other sources of income that you're probably not, probably not used to um, dealing with? And should you report this and, okay, the government is now offering help to these entities, do I qualify right. um, from, as someone who just had a little hustle and made some money from it? So, you know, we just feel like in our professional opinion, um, you, one, you want to report those things, all right, because you're looking at um, showing that income, which will help you further down the road. And also putting that on your return will also mean that now you're eligible for these benefits that are out there. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things they always want to see is, um, the IRS is looking at, are you really a small business? Which means that you have to file what we call a Schedule C on your tax return. And so they're gonna be looking at stuff like that. So. I think, um, can I interject what, one second? Yeah. All you need to be qualified as a small business to file a Schedule C? No, you don't even have to register your fictitious name. As long as you are in business for profit or you're making money on the side, uh -huh. you're considered a small business. You're so professional. I didn't even know that. This I is news, right? You can operate Wait, under your no, name. This yeah. is really news for me because I braid here. I, I, I've huh. been braiding here. But I've never filed for it because I figure it's just a hustle on the side. <laughs> I can No, I, you're a small, you're that's a schedule. You have to do all these things. You report. Okay. Yeah, you report. And um, so just <laughs> going back to that, right? We know that <laughs> so we talk about like okay, a couple of years you might want to buy a home or etc. You want to report this income, right? So that mm -hmm. you can show it. If you go to the bank to get a loan, you know, you're showing this income, um, even if it's just a thousand dollars a month or a year, 
it's still income you want to report it so let me ask let me ask this about the small business right side hustle piece one of the reasons i i hear often right people don't want to claim as a small business because you're getting paid cash for your services and it wasn't taxed that payment so are you now responsible to pay tax on that income if you claim it you are my question you are you are you are and um (laughs) we're listening for the benefits Tim. we're listening for the benefits listen you gotta pay to play that's it you gotta pay to play 100 yes you you have to you have to you have to pay tax you got you can so what is the end result what are you trying to achieve like for my clients who may they don't have plans to buy a home right now they're just you know at a different stage in life, their right. strategy right now is to save. Hey, do what you want. <laughs> I'm not going to say right. it already. However, for clients that are young and, you know, we're at the point where you're looking at possibly getting rental properties in the future for, as a wealth building strategy for yourself, um, you're going to want to secure financing. And the, the, what they're going to look at is, okay, where's your money coming from? So coming from. Have these yeah. multiple sources of income that you are reporting yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna, as I said, pay the play. You're gonna have to pay the taxes on it, but what are you gonna get in the long run, right? So it depends on uh, where you are, what's the plan, hence why you know we talk about being a CPA. That's what we do. We talk to to clients as they plan out these things to make sure that you're doing the right thing now for four or five years down the line. What the intent is. So um, I would say that's a big one for 2020. Um, definitely. Um, taking that side hustle or those that, those side hustle funds and making sure that it's being reported um, so that you can reap the benefits of that. Um, yeah, one of, you know, and, and the government is realizing or has realized that small businesses, whether it's a side hustle or not, that they, are, they need assistance. So mm-hmm. the more you make it legit is the more you can take advantage of that stuff. And if you put money into developing your business, you can also um, claim those deductibles right can you claim some of those as deductibles right so if you have to maintain a space or whatever for your small business and that stuff counts right so it's huge like so we always say you know having a small business is like one of the best wealth building strategies because you know you often want to like how do rich folks end up paying almost nothing (laughs) <laughs> right they have all these businesses where, and especially if you're in a tax bracket where you end up owing a lot right do you have other income where you know you you have these expenses that you can claim for your business right so you mm-hmm. have your office if you're using your home um your home office deduction your cell phone if you're calling clients every day that's like a hundred dollars a month so you you have these expenses um, that you can take to reduce your taxable income. I know we could even get deeper into that without even segueing, but even if you go into like an escort, you can get your own health insurance for yourself from your business because your business, you're an employer of your own business, right? You could get like your a pension, IRA. your own 401k. <laughs> Y'all better write right down there address. You, you, might, you guys might need to retain these. You folks. can no, write anyway. that off. You can write that stuff off. And you write it off under your business. Yeah. Because so it's a business expense. Right? Wow. Buy are there, 
Are there common things that you see people leave off of their deductions that you're like, why doesn't everybody know about this? Like, why do... Uh, that's a good one, Celia. Not really. If, if, if anything, I find that over the years, people want to write off more than they can back up. Over write off. <laughs> right. So always in the back of my mind is, yeah. okay, so yeah, you, you, you want to see what you can get away with, but guess what? Be able to prove it. Right. Be so able to prove you can't, it. You can't say that you gave $10,000 in tithes to the church? You can if you can't show the receipt from the church that <laughs> says that. Church, give you no. a receipt, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. You'd be surprised. So many people I meet don't know what their tax preparer even puts on their tax return. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just get back a little money. You know? What about everything? Yo, I might right. be one of them people. I may be one of those people. Oh, I am definitely one. I mean, she gives me a, a thing. She gives me a copy and everything like <laughs> she's supposed to. But I don't, to, but I don't know if I look at it. Do I ever do read that, it? guys? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. So, so here's the thing. So <laughs> as much as the tax preparer does it for you, the onus is on you. Know, it's your right. ultimate responsibility. Your, your responsibility too, if anything goes wrong. Yeah. That's why we want to make sure. I mean, that's why you guys are here, first of all. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, we, I personally, everybody else in this group had a hustle, a side hustle outside of mm -hmm. me. And I always say to them, just does child support count as a side hustle? I don't know, but it should, because I work really hard for that. Um, so <laughs> wait, so I don't have a hustle, my girl. Yes, you do. You have a side hustle, like tutoring. What are you talking about? That's anyway. not a hustle. That, what is that? I get taxed like 55%. That's not calm. <laughs> Anyway, before oh, this no, podcast, no, no. I did not think <laughs> about business, S-Corp, any of these things. And then once we started this, um, we I started looking at it from a business perspective. So, I mean, mm -hmm. now, even though this, we aren't, like, this is, I, want, I don't want to say it's not a legitimate business, but even though we aren't, like, making money off of it, um, mm -hmm. It still got me immersed into the area of looking at taxes and looking at how we can um, make it profitable, et cetera, et cetera. That's when I realized that there are so many things that we miss, so many things that we don't think about. Yeah. Um, and I, I am I am now curious, especially because um, when Trump was in office, there were so many things that were changing and so many things that were happening. And go to the tax got the person and they're like, well, you can't write off your clothes anymore because Trump is saying you can't do that anymore. I'm like, what? And so is there anything that's changing now that Biden's coming into office? Um, there is a transition period right now, I, I think. I don't even know um, with how things were done and how things are being done. Is there anything that we should be looking out for? Or is there anything of note that is changing that uh, we should be aware of? Ladmish, I got like four questions in there. I'm like, oh, which one? The mother unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're all so good. I'm like, oh, yeah. What are the times? Oh, I mean, okay, so let's start with is there anything changing? Is there anything that of note that's changing that we should be aware of? Um, well, with 
So we're in 2020. So of course, with Biden now here, that most of the effects would be filed in 2022, right? Two. So, uh-huh. so it's, now we're going to look at um, what do you need, need to factor in this year. So we have child tax credit, which is changing. So for those of you with kids, that's going up. From two How to much up? <laughs> I know. It's like two grand now. It's going to be three. So if like maybe yeah, I need so to go get another child. <laughs> you know. Yes. Tax, I mean, you remember that Biden, you know, had his um, campaign, you know, pushing a lot of um, tax related reform. Right. Yeah. Designed to help low income and middle income people right. survive more. So the child child the child tax credit right now you get two thousand and hopefully they get that three thousand down too so you can if you have children up to age 17 you can get that yeah yeah so that's one um factor he's Mm -hmm. also i mean from the personal perspective um he has the first time home buyers credit that's back Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed that when I bought my house. I wasn't allowed to. I was so upset. Yeah. Wait, how much is the credit now? Can I do it now? No. (laughs) You're not a first time home buyer again. (laughs) So it's fifteen grand. So it's up to up to fifteen grand, which isn't bad. You know, I think that's a lot. That was a good program for a lot of folks. I think it was very well. It, it boosted. And I mean, it's so expensive now. So, hey. Understatement. But that, um, we should get more information on rolling out. But I think mostly Biden has been focusing a lot on COVID and the small businesses. When All the stuff that he campaigned on, a lot of it, um, the literature really has not come out as to, okay, what is his true plan? So a lot of the, the Trump era stuff is really still in place. Right. right. Well, even from yeah, you're not going to see big things, but I will say things like, you know, your mileage. Um, a lot of folks don't track their mileage and that's a big one. You get like 50 something cents per mile for, you know, if you're going out to your clients, um, so forth. Well, we know that in 2020, that kind of shrink down with a lot of, you know, that's been going on, no one miles. <laughs> but um, with stuff like that, states, if you're in a state that has state taxes, you know, you can deduct that on the federal side. I think a lot of people um, tend to miss out on deductions. I like, you know, um, and right. also just, you know, keeping track. If you have a side hustle um, deductions that we tend to see, especially on the business side, I talk about the home office expense deduction. That's huge. A lot of folks don't take that. There's also the, the depreciation on your vehicle. That's a big one. Um, when Trump came on board, uh, one of the things that he wanted to do was to stimulate the auto industry, right? Um, we know that like GM and Detroit and all that was right. a mess. So he had a tax credit wherein if you bought a, a, a new vehicle for your business, and, and I mean, and I say this, it, it depends on the intent. It's not that the car has to be under your business name. If the intent is you bought the vehicle to be used in your business, you could fully depreciate that, right? So you're looking at like a $20,000 car or whatever the case may be. You Let me a- ask this one. <laughs> Let's talk about this call because... You know, um, I think uh, I'm very curious and I think a lot of people are very curious about how you can, as you both mentioned earlier, right, really put the expense on the business because it's a business expense. If you're purchasing something like that, a car, 
-hmm. Do you have to purchase it within the business or do you purchase it as right? Jane Doe and claim it as business. You know what I mean? I think I get confused about that. That's a good question. So if, if you, if you have, if you purchased a car and you're using it for like say 50, 50 business, personal, Right. The mileage that you you uh, you accumulate on that vehicle, part of that definitely should go to the business. Now, how to capture that? You know, it's just like, you know, you submit you you submit your mileage reports to the business, or even if you work for some, you know, a private company, you would submit that mileage, and you get paid on it, right? right. So you could do it in such a way that if you have a formal business you're pretty much doing the same thing to your business. You're actually documenting that you have this, this, this mileage being used for business. Right. Of course, you know, it's going to be not from the time you leave your house to wherever you have your business, but anything beyond that, going to talk with clients, whatever the case is, you definitely get to claim that. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, it's the intent. It's not mm -hmm. the, the name of the, you don't have to get it under the name of the business. Iris is mm -hmm. looking at the intent of the assets. Okay. So mm -hmm. The intent of the asset is to be used 50% for business, 50% personal, then we'll, we'll split the expenses related to that that way. So you mean I can get the range and is a 50 <laughs> I'm done with you. Okay. Okay. We just want to clarify. We just All want right. yeah. <laughs> if if your business i don't know if your businesses you have property and you have to do a lot of um back and forth for that property um whether it's maintenance or upkeep and like all the related things that's that's your business you keep you keep track of those travel expenses absolutely so if you yeah. have rental yes. properties and you have to drive to and from there all the time to see what's going on, supervise stuff. Yeah, you keep track of that. And that is part of running that 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 property. Yeah. Those expenses. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have to find a way to divorce my accountant. <laughs> I hope the accountant doesn't listen to this. She didn't She didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, you keep track of that. And again, it's 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 making sure that you know you have a, a very good idea as to how much miles you, you've been attributing to going and making sure that your, your property's property is good. Mm -hmm. And if you're traveling. Yeah. And ladies, and that applies to whether the, the property is elsewhere. So if you have to fly to maintain yeah. that property. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Like, <laughs> there's a whole other segment on ways to make your vacations tax deductible. Mercy. No, we have to go do that one day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, guys, can we do the podcast from like, <laughs> let's think. We had to go and there. There, there guys. are rules now. You got to have a few little client meetings here, and, you know. But you, yeah, you, yeah. you have to, guys. Yeah, but, no, I legit travel crazy. to do things. Yeah. What? Let, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's best to better to LLC your business? Before again, right. again, like I said, I do. I, I break. I never even thought of it as a small business. It's just something mm -hmm. I like to do. 
and I make a little, you know, something, something doing it. Mm-hmm. But I never thought to LLC it and, you know, make it a formal business. But now you're making me really think about this. It's okay. what do you think is best? Should I or should I just, what is best to stop? Um, that's a good question. So the only thing the LLC is really going to give you is limited liability. It's not going to give you any major tax break. And I mean, Celia, let me know if you're just from what I've seen, because what happens is LLC, which is a limited liability company means you said you like to do hair, like, so say you jack up somebody and top <laughs> they're like, yo, mega so you. <laughs> right. They can't touch you, your personal assets right? They can only come after what's in the business. So that's why most folks will tend to want to definitely, you know, incorporate themselves that way. Um, as far as the tax benefit of an LLC, it's the same as an S-Corp. You're, we're putting it on your, your 1040, just as your, I don't want to talk technical, your tax return, right? We're putting it on your tax return as um, like a normal Schedule C business. It's, there's not really a major perk tax-wise. Right. Um, I would say well, maybe it can be a little bit more aggressive with deduction, but not even. It's really going to be the same because it's going on the same forms. So it's really up to you at that point. I think where you really um, see the tax savings is when you get to the, the level of S-Corp. And usually we recommend that you're making around 40 grand, 30, I would say even $30,000 and up within the business and then set yourself up as an escort. Mm-hmm. It's just um, a lot more room at that level to um, take your tax deductions because at that level, you can put yourself on payroll. When you're payroll. LLC, you can't mm-hmm. do that, right? Your LLC is not, uh, an owner of an LLC is not allowed to run payroll for themselves. So if the business made a hundred grand, you're stuck with a hundred grand extra on your tax return that you have to pay all these taxes. Self-employment taxes on. Self-employment taxes are mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. If you go to S Corp and you made a hundred grand, you could pay yourself 40 grand. You understand? And you could kind of, you know, play a bit there. There's no more wiggle room there. And at that level, mm-hmm. um, you know, we could talk about putting your kids on payroll, you know, with, as a tax strategy. Um, because at that level, you know, if you're helping you around the house, girl, you're doing hair, the cast the Vaseline, that's <laughs> Pass the blade, whatever it is. If you yeah. know her, boil, if you boil, know her. Boil the water. Your child is your assistant. Right? Give them a reasonable salary and you could save mm-hmm. that towards, you know, something for them at a later date. Yeah. Okay. So as we're preparing for next year, we're going to think about doing that. But what about the people who have not done that? For example, if you look at Soph's face right now, she is like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so for people who did not, they're still doing their side hustle. Mm-hmm. They have not transitioned uh, their side hustle from side hustle to a, a quote unquote yeah. real business. It's still a real business, but um, mm-hmm. a formal business. How should they be approaching um, I, I, Carrie will tell me not to ask two questions. Let's ask for ask one question. <laughs> How can they approach this tax season differently than if they had a business? Like if the, different I, than if it was a. 
I will actually, because I'm thinking of a question in my head, and I think it's the same question. I'm okay. thinking about the folks that are doing a lot of the the Instacart people, the Uber people, right? People mm -hmm. like that who are working, but they're not considered employed by the company. So it's like a side hustle. Right. Like, how do you approach your taxes with that? Right. You know, you have to go in prepared. Um, you're right. A lot of folks might be getting income self-employed again um, because of what happened last year. Right. Self-employment taxes are 15.3% of your net income. So that's your take. Right. Yeah. So if, <laughs> if Uber paid you, if Uber pays you 10 grand and your expenses are five, and you have five left, you're going to pay 15% off on that, five. on that five, right? So it's a really, so we find that those folks in that area, real estate agents as well, um, fall in that category where they end up owing a lot yeah. of time. So I would say at this level, you want to be um, as diligent as possible with tracking your allowable expenses. That's it. You're, you want to go in ready to your preparer, but at the same time, you don't want them to exaggerate. And, you know, you want to be as true as possible, but you want to go in ready. Okay, this is my mileage. Okay, my house is 2,000 square feet. I use 500 square feet of it for my office. Quarter of everything is going on this tax bill. So quarter of your mortgage, quarter of the insurance, life, yes, the insurance, the real estate tax. You, you're, Internet, everything. Yeah, you, you, you want to, right? So you get those Wait, deductions. You look the mortgage and taxes? Yeah. 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 Because you're using you're part of your house for your business. Yeah. So whatever, say your house is 2,000 square foot and you're using 500 of it for your office. Like you, Sophia, you look like you have a nice uh, a home office there going, <laughs> right? That, I, I would like to remind Sophie while I know we're thinking about Sophie, just remember about um, the presenting work that your spouse does. Right. Wait, your right. husband. The fact that y'all have both he have has an office work offices work, at home. And he works yeah. at home 100% yeah. on his thing. I was actually going to ask a question about that because my husband is a minister and, you know, of course, you know, church is shut down now. So mm -hmm. literally everything is coming out of home from, from okay. the house. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, can I, I mean, he's using my internet. He's That's right. My he's using your my internet, ma'am. <laughs> These are my bills. So I'm, I'm saying my yeah. internet. So disrespectful. But my internet and my life. Poor <laughs> these. All the utilities, I, so whatever, whatever percentage that that home office represents of your total home yeah. square footage, that percentage is then used to just mm. apply, apply. Mm -hmm. So even if you have to, if your husband has to pay for Zoom and all that, no, to to do his services or his presentations, that's that's part of that. Also, another biggie. Um, Professional development classes, oh, yeah. those yes. you know, coaching, uh, anything to that nature. I felt like a lot of people did that in 2020 in the time. Yeah. You know, you know those True. audible book classes that you're taking. You know, so yeah. you those in there. You go in. You want to go in prepared. Um, Wait, before you go any further, <laughs> since it's two business now, we can both add my square foot and his square feet together and say, well, it has to be. This, that's a very good question. Mm -hmm. It has to be. 
the total combined. So when you when you um, file mm -hmm. a return, let's say you have an office, it's really 500 square feet. You want to put 250 under your entity, 250 under his, if you're using the same space. If you're not using yeah. the same space, then you'll put your space, so your 500 on yours. And if he has a little 200 square feet, you know, you put that on his return under his business, right? So that's how mm -hmm. you do it. Right, because you're filing jointly, but you're gonna have diff multiple entities on the return. Oh, okay, so yeah. we can separate the two businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, like, I'm teaching from home. Does that consider a business? Back up. <laughs> what is is it intent to make money? Your intent is to make money. If you're no, but I, that's my job, though. Like, I, oh, I schools are shut down. No, the work from home thing. No, that's you have to. Make, <laughs> that that was one of my questions. Yeah. Also. Work from home for employer. Mm. They're not doing that for. That sucks for because I yeah. use so much internet and light and not yeah. heat AC. Um, well, my employer mm -hmm. quite clearly stated that these are the benefits. Um, relative to your wear and tear on your car, your commute, mm -hmm. and yes, all the other things. They were like, yes, ma'am. It balances out. Oh, yeah. That's okay. the and they're like, and if you want to come in, we'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> we are not giving you this money, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah I mean, but... You know, this year for us as tax preparers, I will say, you know, we know 2020 was an interesting year. We were talking about the fact that we're now seeing so much more than W-2s. We have unemployment compensation now and, mm -hmm. and so much more. And again, a lot of these one-off um, jobs, the 1099s here and there. So folks are realizing too that, you know, they're just in a unique space this year yeah. when it comes to filing in a lot of ways. And so they might end up owing where they've never done that before because if they've had that W-2 job, they've always had the taxes taken out and they're usually good at your end. So, you know, it's um, it's interesting <laughs> to, to say the least. But, yeah, that's rough. I, I actually didn't realize that you pay taxes on the unemployment benefits. Here too. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that either. Wow. You know, they know. Just like your stimulus is not really stimulating. We need to talk this about this. This is my question. I was like, yes. About that <laughs> because uh, I want to know how much of it they're going to make me pay back. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so. It's supposedly not taxable. <laughs> that's what I keep hearing, but I'm hearing, I'm hearing both stories. I'm hearing some people saying it's not going to be mm. taxable, but then I'm hearing others saying, uh, yeah. Not sure. We had a whole debate about that, <laughs> about that today. Mm -hmm. I think there's a criteria and we're trying to research what the criteria is because I've done returns and seen it be taken out. Oh. Um, um, reduction in the refund where until it's like, um, it's not. So I think if there's an income bracket that we've been, yeah. we just had a whole discussion. We're like, okay, we need to talk to somebody about this um, today because um, We've seen it both ways, but on the up opposite side of that is folks who didn't get the money, they're getting it on their, their actual returns, right? Yeah. So As they, a tax credit. Re recovery rebate um, mm -hmm. included. But I feel like uh, there are folks out there who have outstanding issues with the IRS, whatever that criteria is, and oh, they are not getting it. They're, they're taking it. They're taking it. So say so, if they owe taxes from years past, they may oh, actually have it 
um, reduce it mm. or you're at like maybe a certain income level i think your income level has something to do with it so mm -hmm. actually let me see if i can answer that before we keep but it's interesting um we love it and even on that note you know this year i feel like we've been getting a lot of folks who are um from jamaica you know we're getting a lot of international folks who want to get compliance but think of the stimulus money though because you know <laughs> like it's like yeah, yeah. the money come and they're like oh i never find my tax you know so they never get it and then they're like oh, 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 oh. just in case another pandemic comes come true so the other, I was just like, it's just so, it's just a <laughs> different dynamic this year. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to uh, tell people to file taxes. Like, they're like, I don't want the money, I'm not filing. Yeah, and all of a sudden, everybody wants But now them come, all right. Well, there. So let me ask you, uh, like, let me ask uh, you both this, for C uh, Simone and Celia. Now that you mentioned people are reaching out to you, my question is always, how do you find a good CPA? Because we want folks listening to ask the right questions, right? right? To get a good CPA on their team. Because it sounds like everybody needs you all on their financial team to make lie. sure, right? So how do you find a good CPA? Ah, that's such a very, very good question. I think um, in the vetting process, communication is important. Mm -hmm. So when we started our our firm really on the base that, well, we never really saw a lot of CPAs who look like us and who were in that space with us. I mean, we're in South Florida and I think there was like one other black firm. Yeah, and especially one that's run by there, women. Although, yeah, there's one other. So we were like, you know, no, I think we can't do this. But the biggest complaint that we get um, is... Um, lack of communication so you want to always mm -hmm. go in and not being able to just only seeing that person once once a year and then you don't see them again until next tax time so mm. you want to make your goals clear as to um okay the type of relationship that you really want to have with this and, and i always recommend like with our clients we try to do quarterly at minimum mm -hmm. right? if there's, yeah, so if there's something that needs to happen or change within the year to make to mitigate any tax issues later you right. know it's on us i feel to catch it and say okay now you're gonna buy a car don't do this wait till two month time baba y'all cps do that <laughs> do well that. this firm does this that firm. <laughs> right <laughs> we you know, so the idea is to My get on gosh. the forefront instead of waiting until you're slapped with this huge tax bill and then you, there's really nothing we can do at that point, you know? Um, so I think that's extremely important for a lot of folks. So we, mm. you know, we pride ourselves in that. Another thing too is um, background is of course important. Um, yeah. There are lots of folks out there who say they can do taxes and they can't do taxes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but also, it's not only just There's that. A lot of people out there doing taxes and they're not even accountants. They're not. Exactly. And then they cannot represent you. If something happens with you and the IRS, like they can't call, them can't do not. It's like you're just stuck, you're on your own and you don't know what's on the return. Right. And also, I think that's extremely important. Do, you know, do you have the qualifications if X should happen? You know, that, you know, so, you know, 
I am on the phone with IRS multiple times a day if I have to, you know, for my clients. So right. it's, it's just that um, that's important. So background is also important as well. Um, and not just from the tax side, you know, you're growing your business. So you want somebody who's also very well-rounded because taxes mm-hmm. are just one aspect, right? Right. Um, you have investing, right? Mm-hmm. You have to expand your portfolio. Right. And yeah. um, a lot of people are dabbling. This is a question I was going to um, yeah. ask before uh, Carrie asked this, but you did mention it. A lot of people are dabbling in that aspect of finance right now um i don't think they realize that you not only move up in a tax bracket but it affects like your taxes like generally like they're like oh you know i'm just moving around do you have do you have any in like any like any insight into saying, listen, you need to be paying attention. This is not just, I'm going to go to Robin hood and move my money around and pray that I make a million dollars today. Um, it's also affecting once you do the taxes, do you have any, any recommendations for saying when you're doing it, this is what you should do or pay attention to this. Uh, I I can't speak to that space. I can only tell you that, you know, just don't sell it. (laughs) yeah because once once, the moment once you, you sell, sell it, it that's it just make sure you save 20 percent plus right? um of whatever gain you might have because it's a you know you know stocks and anything in that realm is taxed at a whole different tax bracket you could be in 12 mm-hmm. tax bracket but they're taxing that 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 20 percent so it it throws a lot of people out the loop and you know you sell anything you know just make three thousand dollars in a tax return you know and then they're so excited and they're like right. so um i would say hang on i would even if I, you're even thinking of selling i would talk to an accountant first too because that's something that we might say okay you have rental properties do your other do you have other types of passive income that you can offset with this income so that you're not ending up giving half the money to the IRS, right? So, wow. you know, do you wait? You want the market to be great and so you want to sell, but what else do I need to do throughout the year to, to mitigate that loss or that, you yeah. know, that offset that gain? Um, wherein at the end of the year, I'm not turning around and paying the IRS so much money because, you know, right. so if, people owe if you, so yeah. much. People yep. owe time. So if you have any, you know, if, you, if you're into a rental property, and you know with with the economy being such where in some mm-hmm. places um you know you're not able to collect rent you're gonna have right. a loss yeah. right you know and that's a passive loss that you know you can use to offset you know other passive income that you may have um but the good thing about at least capital gains if if you sell and you have a loss in 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 or on what you sold you get to claim some of that up to that three grand a year. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of helps you as well. I don't want to get too technical. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you know, it can, it can get uh, really deep. Um, for folks, even with the rental properties, typically what happens is most folks have rental properties to have losses because you're getting physical cash or you might be earning but from a tax perspective with depreciation and so forth on the property most people show losses like you know we think about people like 
Donald Trump who only paid seven fifty. You know, he has a lot of properties. He's making money, but he's showing losses on these S corps or multiple entities that he's able to write off until he literally has nothing to to pay. <laughs> you know, so did they finish auditing him yet? Girl, I hear they're about to. New York is about to get his. Um, they yep. they lost the last appeal, so yep. he's about to release his financials, or he has to. They don't really have a choice, I don't think. Laugh, last, laugh, best. That's a good one. Can you file for uh, a small business on like the, this year, and then not file again next year, and then file a following, and then not file? Like keep taking a year off. Can you do that? No. no. Once you, start, so once you yeah. start, you have to continue, or once you stop, mm -hmm. you have to just stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're wait, well, backtrack a bit. If you're a registered LLC, you have to file, right? right. But if you're an S corp as a, as a sole proprietor, if you have no small business income for that particular year, then it wouldn't. There would be no trigger for us to 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 report that on your return. Makes sense. So, but if you're registered as an LLC, you have to file, even if it's like, it's called like a no activity. We just say, okay, you just had no activity. Um, mm. but you, you want to be- What if you're a side hustle? That's what I was saying. For those where you're not physically registered, right. you're just hustling on the side earning. If you had no earnings on your side hustle that year, then, you know, it is what it is. Then we wouldn't have to put that on, on your return. So if you, you could have 10 grand this year, nothing in two years, and then the next two years, you make some money then, yeah. Oh, we so would you do it can that do, way. I mean, not that you, you purposefully do year, every year, every other yeah, year. Yeah, if you earn if you nothing. Don't make anything, you, it, they, they don't yeah, make as long as you're not registered, right? If you're registered with yeah, um, your NPN, you have to file. Do, so do you guys, when you're looking for an accountant, uh, find that if the accountant isn't asking you the questions of what's going on, what's going on in your life? Like what is happening? Because it sounds like I need to be telling my accountant exactly what's going yeah. on. Yeah, you do. Today. <laughs> so if they're not asking these questions. Like a therapist. <laughs> no, I like my, this is I, exactly my what I was thinking. I've been robbing because I don't think I've ever had a sit down with an accountant. I just need a cash paper and I get it back and I say thank you. Uh, yeah. No, we need to know your goals, your aspirations. <laughs> There's a tax deduction now. Okay. You know, so you know, if you're getting married, if you're getting divorced, yeah. that don't worry. She true. will we will give you her we'll give you our yeah. website at the end. So if you can just oh, go legit. If, you have kids, if you had a baby you this might year. You need to divorce your Yes, you can divorce your you sister. You can just step away. Like, it's just a separation. Knows everything about me. So it's I a separation. <laughs> but, but you know, now you can, you know, have these more, you know, educated discussions with her. Okay, I want to deduct this, that, that. You know, okay. so it, it should be, it should be good, man. But we're here, so you know, you can always ping Girl, ping. You, you okay, send me your, 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 yeah. your, pay, yeah. pay, pay, your payroll because um, I have questions. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the, if you guys have questions, I think um, we want to invite you guys back. I know there are going to be a ton of questions. We wanted to touch on financial management, especially since um, we do want to encourage, um, we all come from 
the island where you return money, you send barrel. I don't, I've never sent a barrel in my life, but I don't know people that send barrel. <laughs> you send money, you send yeah. things, and you have to like budget that out and figure it out. As you said, you guys help people to say, okay, these are my goals. How can I get there in the best way where, because I'm not getting my money, like the best way that I can squeeze out all of the money and keep as much as I can. Um, mm. So I'm sure at some point we're going to have additional questions. We're hoping you guys will join us in some capacity. We've been doing IG lives um, and we may have a follow-up podcast um, with regard to just financial management. Um, so if you guys have any questions out there in YouTube slash podcast land, as Soph would call it, um, link us and let us know so that we can pass it on to them so that we can sure. try to put some stuff together. But do you guys, I mean, we're, we're trying to wrap up now. Do you guys have any last like niggling questions or any just takeaways that you want to encourage people to do? Um, I guess let's start with our team and then we'll, we'll let the experts round us out. And anything you guys? No. I said, what what I have learned today, go ahead, so. No, no, I would just say like, honestly, talk to your accountant, spend time having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and don't do what I've been doing for years, which is drop <laughs> off my paperwork and pick them back up. <laughs> because I mean, at the end of the day, I really feel like I've lost a lot of money that I didn't have to lose if I had spend the time to explain hmm. and, you know, just talk it through. So that's something that I'm glad that you guys said. And plus, I've been doing my, here for years and I've never hmm. thought of it as a small business. And in my mind, I'm just hustling, hustle, you know? Right. It, mm -hmm. it never crossed my mind because I've always taught, I was taught that if it's not LLC, then it's not a business. Right. And now you're telling me a whole new you know, so now I have to go look into that. So I, I really thank you guys for sharing that information. Go ahead. Sean. I wanted to say thank you for um, just really quick pointing out that taxes isn't a one-time event and it's actually a, a planning process, which I think is really important. I think a lot of folks, to Soph's point, um, I just learned this myself very recently because I had to learn this that you do have to play, it's an everyday practice, actually, if you're really running a small business, because if you're tracking miles, you better be tracking the miles every time you leave the house, right? If your mm -hmm. home is your office type of thing. Right. I think that was a great reminder that tax taxes isn't just once a year before April 15th, let me go file this and get my money, but it's an ongoing getting. process if you're getting some money, <laughs> right? And the so other thing, important. The other thing with that notion that you're supposed to get money back from the IRS, mm. no, nah, not necessarily. <laughs> you can manage it in such a way that, yeah, you either end up paying a little bit or you pay back a little bit. Because all the money that's sitting there, if you get back all this amount at the end of the year or by after April 15th, that's money that they've been sitting on for you. Right. Interest. And you're not earning any interest on it. You know? Right. So, so. It's a good point. Char? So, so basically said in a nutshell what I was going to say, which is I know a lot of times we see things as added expenses. Um, so, for example, having an, uh, a qualified accountant um, as an added expense. And so it seems simpler to probably just go to the HR block or do what, you know, do what you mm -hmm. do what you can um, and just do it the streamlined way because, yeah, you might get a thousand dollars. Right. So it's like no sweat off your brow. 
But just like Simone mentioned one little thing, and yeah, we're not, you know, billionaires here. You know, I don't like to say his name because I'm I'm real <laughs> malicious that way. But um, we're not billionaires here, but they have figured out yeah. how to yeah. best build well. And I right. think it's something we should invest in as we talk about even tax. And we're going to talk about probably financial management. I really do hope. I'm so grateful for you ladies. Hope y'all will come back. Yep. And um, I even think about a lot of Jamaicans that do um, not even side hustle work, but they work in industries where they don't have like retirement funds, like whether yep. they work in the service industry or whatever. Right. And just like how, you know, like, let's not just assume because that's, I guess, what we've been doing. Let's not assume what the situation is it it's it's worth it and i said it might be worth it. it's worth it to get some expert opinion yep. you know um to at least put you on a path and figure out how often you need to go back and if you can figure something out but i think it would be worth it so yeah yeah. Sure. yeah i, yeah. I completely agree um i want to add that as much as we also depend on you guys to be experts i think to reiterate what everybody else kind of said we need to be some kind of informed as to what's going on um i remember when i moved to texas i that year i was living in jersey part of the year moved to texas but was working in new york part of the year so Mm. i was that was the only year i've ever owed I never owed any other year, but there were a lot of factors that I never even thought about. So the company was like, we'll move you, we'll pay you, we'll um, do all these things, but didn't realize that um, I was going to be taxed in in New York, which is New York state tax, taxed in Jersey, Mm -hmm. Jersey state tax. Texas doesn't have state tax, but now it's federal and all these things. Yeah. In addition to that, they add my moving bonus to the, my income. income? I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm getting all this free. And then my tax return came out and they were like, you owe. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> just give out the whole bonus money right there. Okay. D- just and bonuses don't... get taxed higher. Oh, yeah, oh like 40%, 50%. Yeah. So crazy. <laughs> it is crazy so yes so I didn't realize any of that on Mm -hmm. and it's not like I went to my accountant and said hey this is what's happening tell me how to to tell therapist I don't think about those things yeah reimbursement with a little something something so, so be, the key. be semi-informed, yeah. do what these lovely ladies said to do and communicate, especially when it comes to your money. Cause we don't, we're not trying to play with our money. This is 2021. We, we go where the money resides. Where it resides. Send us the zip. We are there. Okay? <laughs> Wherever that is. That's and we gonna good. call these ladies because we gotta figure out how to vacation <laughs> as a podcast no, and write no, it off. Okay, we, we need that. Yeah, we go. We yes. all fi- we gonna figure it out. Um, I'm gonna leave them with the last word and tell you. I'm gonna let them tell you where to go to find them because y'all. I'm telling you, you need them. You, this is not a game. Y'all need them. So yes. I'll leave the final word to you guys. What do you? Mm-hmm. Tell them where we can find you, etc. Sure. Thank you for having us. This was of actually a oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I see that. 
Oh yes. I, for, uh, first of all, I didn't realize this was going to be Zoom, but that's all right. Simone, set you up. Simone, set you up. It's a podcast. I'm like, okay, we just have to listen. It's all right. Oh, but you come looking at what I think exactly. You look amazing. So okay, she oh, just well, come prepared every day. You look to listen, girl. My days, okay. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun. I really yes, enjoyed it. Was. Um, definitely would love to come back. Def- we have more um gems to drop, but yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I think if we to sum up uh, what we do or the role of a CPA, it's really two, three things, you know, save you on taxes, you know, help you guys to build wealth and retain that wealth and right. you know, protect your assets at the same time, right? Because you want to make sure that while you're building, you're not giving away right. you know, all the way up, try to build up. So, you know, um, that's why we're here. So utilize us. Uh, we can be found online at what www.heinzkeycpa you guys have show notes right because we're name yeah we're gonna put it in the notes and we're gonna put it on instagram and literally wherever we're gonna put it everywhere y'all have no yes i can't put one number two um yeah you just changed our office number but we still have the old one nine five four three four three thirty one eighty so and the ig what's the ig handle um clients we do and international nice yeah we do work with so all you all are not limited to uh Florida? No, yeah. it's um a cpa we're only not able to do audits really right okay. in any other states right all other services that we provide we're Board so if people life. if people work summertime in Jamaica and have to, have to file some taxes, they they can call you. Yeah. So we we're... not in Jamaica, but people from Jamaica that come here to work. Yeah. Maybe make I should make that clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wait, non-residents can file taxes. File taxes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We are gonna part two. Y'all have to call them or something. No, no. So this is this is for part two. Recommended my mom. Yes. This is part two. This is part two. This has been amazing. It has been. So good. Thank you all so much. I appreciate y'all. We appreciate that you came and joined us and joined us in this space. So. Uh, join us for another episode um, and we are glad you guys joined us and stuck around. I hope you didn't miss any of this because trust me, if you missed any of it, you need to rewind. No, not miss. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's a Friday, Friday. Oh, oh, <laughs> are you taking picture? Yeah. 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 To follow them on IG because yes, we'll um, Simone and- does. Oh yeah, we'll tag them because Simone yep. does these these gems on Tuesdays that we shared on um our um Insta before. Oh, you gotta okay. follow her. Um, follow MIA, her. But- Mm-hmm. The, it's the IG girl right yeah, there on the IG post but I will be back yeah. you have kids child that's all you gotta enough say in the, there's that's enough old. in the vault that's a six month old man no? that's yeah. right you have okay. kids that's all you gotta say that's, that's okay. it but she has enough in the vault so just follow her yes. and look back yeah I agree yeah, I have to I go agree. find you yeah we'll, we'll tag uh, her we'll tag her yeah Simone 
is my do you IG? What's that? Celia? Do you IG, Celia? I do, not as much as I probably could, but again, well, I am the mom of an 18 year old almost. Ooh. So that is another, you know, Ugh. another mm -hmm. more power girl. to you. Yes, ma'am. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't get to do Ooh. the A. Yeah. Girl. Girl. And so, yeah, not as much as I should, though. We'll send not up a little prayer for you. All right, yes. ladies, thank you guys so much. We're going to, right now, we're going to stop um, the recording, but y'all can stick around. We're just going to end it. But thank you guys so much oh, for. Thank you for having this. us. Yes, this is really great. Friends, that's all for today's episode of Relationship Pasa Pasa. Thanks so much for joining us today. You could have been anywhere in the virtual world, but you were here with us. We hope you join us again in two weeks for our next dose. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on wherever you find and listen to podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. So you never miss an episode. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Relationship Pasa Pasa all one word if you are on the social media situations we can't wait to hear from you like seriously we can't wait to hear what you think about our episode and also connect with us about topics you'd like to hear us discuss thank you again for listening until next time walk good <laughs> <laughs>